Hello everyone, I am so glad to be back with you this week. I tell you, just been having some really good conversations with friends and just some really good uh, stimulating thoughts going back and forth just as we begin to think through how to face different challenges and how to overcome these challenges in a way that we can be effective at what we're called to do. So I know with the, I guess the economy, inflation, uh, just really just going crazy right now. Stock market uh, going through its challenges as far as losses. It can really affect um, just the wherewithal of one being able to accomplish what needs to be done financially. And sometimes with the inflation uh uh, going rampant with the stock market dropping, uh, gas prices uh, going, um, they're they're trying to come down a little bit, but high gas prices, of course, that's affecting food prices and loss of jobs, recovering from COVID, and now even in the se- season, you're hearing about uh, monkeypox and just just so many different things going on and. Um, A lot of times you come across people just asking the question, how do we really just get through all of these things going on and how do we accomplish goals that are being set? And, you know, I've talked about fear and trying to really understand the difference between fear and caution. Last week we talked about fear as more of an emotion Uh, That can be either imagined or even real, causing us to shut down to a point that we're not going to move or even try to accomplish a goal as opposed to caution is going to put us in a position where we're going to be a little bit more aware, try to have wisdom, try to connect with good mentors in order to get to a yes. Uh, But. Every now and then we find ourselves in a position where it's like, okay, I'm not really clear on what to do. It seems like, uh, as the cliche would say, stuck between a rock and a hard place. And so I've talked with a number of people that have uh, lost jobs and been laid off. And it's just that's reality. It's real talk. And so just trying to figure out what what do you do in a situation like that? And it reminded me of the year 2011, where I was transitioning out of full-time employment with someone else, uh, not necessarily wanting to go into entrepreneurship, uh, but having to actually move into an entrepreneurial position. Um, Around that time, 2011, I was working on a business plan and drafting out something uh, for a company that was starting up. And... I worked on that uh, plan for about a year and a half in order to oversee a department uh, in the area of music streaming. Well, it just so happened that 2011 happened uh, is, is here. I stepped away from some jobs that I was doing and I was actually right at that transition phase of trying to figure out, OK, how, I, how much time do I have before I need to get this next opportunity started? Well, I knew that I could probably get from uh, about 2000, late 2010 into the first quarter um, of 2011. But all of a sudden, the first quarter of 2011 had come and was about to leave. 
And so, of course, now you're looking at resources are getting tight. And now I'm trying to figure out what do I need to do? Well, uh, the contract that I had uh, signed and the potential income that I could make on this particular opportunity where I was doing the business plan for, well, it turns out that they decided to go another direction. So I get this declination uh, letter and saying, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, we are going to go another direction. And now I am upset with God. I'm mad at the world. And I had no idea what I was going to do next because you got family, you got bills, you have all of these different things that are over your head uh, and basically right in your forefront and trying to think through, okay, God, what do I do now? I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to take care of my responsibilities, but now it just seems like everything is falling apart. So of course I'm extremely upset, very upset with God, upset with myself and uh, fear, of course, like we talked about, is starting to set in to the point of paralyzation and inaction. So I was praying one morning uh, going into the second quarter of 2011, and I'm like, God, I have no idea what to do uh, in this situation because there's too many things I need to take care of and resources are drying up rapidly. What do I do next? And the Lord uh, put on my heart to check out the uh, story in Second Kings chapter four about the widow uh, with uh, with the oil. And so in that particular story, there is this widow whose husband had died uh, around verse one, between verse one and uh, and seven. And um, basically, after her husband died, she's now in a situation where she has all this debt. And basically, she's saying, you know, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? Well, I have the debt that needs to be paid. Creditors are calling. And um, if I don't get this debt paid for, my children are going to going to become slaves. So uh, the prophet Elisha asked, what do you have in your house? And of course, she said, I have some oil. And he told her, I need you to go and borrow a lot of vessels, not just a few. Get as many vessels as you can. And bring them back to the house. And once she brought the vessels to the house, he said, shut yourself up in the house and begin to pour your oil in that vessel or in these vessels. And she did that. And the story goes on to say that her oil continued to pour into these vessels until she ran out of vessels. And so, of course, since she got a lot of vessels, she had a number of vessels filled with the little bit of oil that she had that kept pouring until she ran out of vessels. And then the prophet said, now go and sell your oil, pay off your debt and live off the rest. Now, of course, I'm in this situation where I'm like, "Okay, what in the world does this story have to do with me? So as I began to look at uh, the text, the Lord began to put on my heart, said, the problem with you, Joel, right now is that you're trying to figure out what to do, but you have not gotten a lot of vessels. You know, first of all, I need you to think about what do you have in your house? What do you have in your, if you will, your soul, your tabernacle, your spirit? What have I put inside of you? And I, and I said, well, I have this oil and this oil just so happens to be music and the ability to create. 
And God put on my heart, you, I believe the reason you have so few resources right now is because you only have one vessel. And at that time, the only thing I was really doing with my music oil was pouring it into Sunday services. So it's like you cannot expect to attract the resources that you need when you only have one vessel in which you're trying to pour what I've given to you. I need you to sit down and figure out how many more vessels can you uh, can you come up with? So as I begin to think through that, it's like, well, if uh, with this music oil, with this music creativity, I can compose it, I can produce it, I can perform it, I can teach it, I can consult with it, I can train, I can mentor, and the list began to go on and on and on, and I began to draft down some ideas of vessels that I could put the oil into. I can do music videos, I can do online school training, I can create some residual uh, resource uh, opportunities, I can write books on it, and I can do some short, uh, if you will, uh, some short lessons here and there, create modules and so forth. And as I begin to pray about it, as I begin to seek God for ideas, the list of vessels that he gave me in order to accomplish the goals that I was trying to do, that list became expansive. And I am here to tell you that, again, it was 2011, and I only had a few months before I realized, Lord, if you don't do anything in these few months, I am going to run out of resources. And it was at that time, after reading this story about the widow with the oil that I began to think of and get a lot of divine ideas about vessels. As I began to write those vessels down and began to draft business plans for those vessels and began to market those vessels and began to create, um, if you will, products to go inside those vessels, resources started coming in and I was able to pay bills and live off the rest with the family. I am here to encourage you today that if you find yourself in a situation where you're like, I have no idea what to do, we do realize, again, that greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that's in the world. That, again, as we said last week, he has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And with that mind, we can operate more so in caution and not in fear looking for wise insight and to figure out how to execute the goals that God has given us. I'm encouraging you right now to figure out how many different ideas can you come up with? How many different vessels can you uh, can come to your mind as God downloads those ideas to you? How do you draft up business plans as far as your vision statement as why are you here? Your mission statement, what are you going to do? Your strategy statement, how are you going to do it? Your death threats, things that would actually try to stop you from doing it. Your gap analysis as far as where are you now and where do you desire to be and how do you bridge that gap? Because I begin to realize is that I have given a lot of my academic excellence to companies, but I had not put that same level of excellence and insight into myself. 
Why is it that I'm drafting out multi-million dollar ideas and projections for everyone else, but I'm over here asking God for $500? Why is it that I'm managing $200 million portfolios over here, but then I'm trying to ask God to help me find $2? God is like, I've given you too much insight. I've given you too much oil. I've given you too much ideas. I've paid too much on the cross for you to be figuring out how to uh, get to tomorrow. Everything you need is already on the inside of you. You already possess it. Now I need you to seek my face for divine wisdom, seek counsel for divine insight and plans, and also sharpen your skills so that you can execute every idea that I've given you with excellence and get a lot of vessels, not just a few, so that you can pour those ideas out and bless others in a way that can attract the resources that you need. If you are finding yourself in a position where you're out, you are stuck between that rock and that hard place, I'm asking you now to seek God for ideas. I'm asking you now to seek God for vessels of opportunity. I'm asking you to seek God for divine counsel and also excellent mentors to walk you through, to help you get to a strategic plan of executing every idea that he's given you. Greater is he that is on the inside of you than than he is in the world. You have the ability to diversify, and I ask that you can take that idea and diversify it. I believe that there are over 50 steps that you have to go through to get oil out of the ground. So the first thing I'm encouraging you to do is a seismic study to find out what oil is in you and then find out how deep is it and how much work is it going to take to get that oil out. When it comes out, I ask that you would go through the steps to refine it and take out all of the impurities that would actually make it ineffective for your market. As it gets refined, as it gets better, as it gets uh, into a production mode, I ask that you begin to think about diversifying that oil, diversifying that product in such a way that you can decide, will it be a lubricant? Will it be a gel? Will it be plastic? God can give you the vessels, the vessel ideas that you need to accomplish your goals and also his divine plan through you. I encourage you to do that. That same effort that you've given everyone else, I encourage you to do that same effort for yourself and what God is calling you to do. It can happen. You can be successful, not only for blessings for yourself, but being a blessing for others and God getting glory from it. This is the opportunity and time when things seem to get, um, if you will, almost to a point that you don't know what you're going to do. God can still show up and do some crazy things. I encourage you to move forward with wisdom, with strength, with insight, with courage, and with caution, because he's going to do great things through you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your comments. I appreciate your support. You can always check out more podcasts on my website at joelmccray.com. You can check it out with uh, Apple You can see me on Pandora, Spotify. So again, thank you so much. I hope that you got something out of this that will encourage you in a way that you can accomplish God's will through your life and be a blessing to others. God bless you. Have an incredible day.